from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Thursday, September 7th, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Dave James. American Electric Power, which serves customers in 61 of Ohio's 88 counties, is seeking a rate hike. Kevin Landers reports. Under the proposal, which will run from June of 2024 through May of 2028, AEP says a typical residential customer using 1,000 kilowatts would see an average annual increase of less than 1% or $1.50 per month. In a statement, the company says, quote, the agreement will allow AEP Ohio to invest more than $1.5 billion in critical distribution system investments to address aging infrastructure and serve new customers in its growing service territory. The U.S. Department of Energy found that 70% of U.S. transmission lines are more than 25 years old. Lines typically have a 50-year lifespan. The average age of large power transformers, which handle 90% of U.S. electricity, is more than 40 years old. It's approved. The power company says it plans to invest more than $1.5 billion in critical distribution system investments to address aging infrastructure and serve new customers in its growing service territory. Back in August, a coalition of activists delivered a petition with more than a thousand signatures urging AEP to not raise electrical prices during a time of inflation when they say everything is costing the average American household too much money. Now, as part of this proposal, AEP is also creating what it calls the HELP program. It says it will invest $10 million annually to help low-income customers to make their homes more energy efficient. Reporting outside AEP headquarters in Gahanna, Kevin Landers. The head of the United Auto Workers warned that the union plans to go on strike against any Detroit automaker that has not reached a new agreement by the time contracts expire next week. Clay Gordon has more. A strike against all three major automakers, General Motors, Stellantis, and Ford, could cause damage not only to the industry as a whole, but also to the Midwest economy and could lead eventually to higher vehicle prices. More than 10,000 auto workers in Ohio could be impacted. In an interview with the Associated Press, President Sean Fain left open the possibility of avoiding a strike. He acknowledged that the union will have to give up some of its demands to reach agreements. I'm Clay Gordon. All five suspects are now in police custody in the murder of a man in the parking lot of a Dairy Queen on the north side of Columbus. Here's ONN's Andrew Kinsey. Police say three of those suspects are under the age of 18, the other two 19 and 20. Officers say on August 26, the victim, 19-year-old Nathaniel Joe Summerall, met up with the suspects in the parking lot for a planned meeting when a fight broke out and he was shot. A second person was also shot but is expected to survive. All five suspects are charged with murder in the case. I'm Andrew Kinsey. A man accused of killing a couple in the Cleveland suburb of Maple Heights went before a judge yesterday. Stephanie Haney reports. Jason Iverson, the man who allegedly shot and killed his pregnant sister and her husband, was arraigned in court. 30-year-old Mercedes Iverson and her unborn baby, along with 31-year-old husband Trey Carter, were killed Sunday afternoon at Stafford Park. Now the brother is facing two counts of aggravated murder and one count of attempted aggravated murder. Iverson's bond is set at $3 million. I'm Stephanie Haney. There are coyotes in all 88 Ohio counties, but in Franklin County, Columbus police responded to an unusual incident in a village south of the city last night. Tracy Townsend explains. Officers responded to a coyote attack last night. It happened in the Obetz area along South Point Boulevard. Police say one person was bitten by a coyote, the victim taken to the hospital. Police say they got several calls about several coyotes chasing people in that area. 
The Ohio Department of Natural Resources also responded to the call. I'm Tracy Townsend. Just more than two months after an officer fatally shot a dog, police in Lorraine held a news conference to announce that officer, Elliot Palmer, had reasonable cause to use deadly force against the animal. Lorraine Police Chief James McCann also said that Palmer was previously bitten by a dog in April and was told from that incident that he could possibly lose his hand. In this latest incident, police did say Palmer had a body cam violation as he did not turn it on right away. That officer is still on modified duty. The incident went viral with many people upset about the lab being shot. With Intel building its multi-billion dollar computer chip operation in the Columbus suburb of New Albany and other companies like Facebook and Amazon building data centers in the area, commissioners in Fairfield County, that's Lancaster, southeast of Columbus, held a final hearing for a proposed use of land agreement Tuesday night. County Commissioner Jeffrey Fix. If you have a plan in place and you have partnerships with developers, the developers end up paying for uh, the infrastructure that's needed and the taxpayers don't have to pay for that. But some people who live in rural areas are concerned. Andrew Stevenson is with a group called Citizens for the Preservation of Carroll, Ohio. They moved here and they've lived here their whole life because of a rural lifestyle, small communities, getting to know your neighbors, and they feel that this idea is going to be forced down their throats. More than 200 people attended the meeting. Nearly 60 Ohioans have been arrested stemming from the January 6th riot at the U.S. Capitol. The latest arrest involved a man from the Columbus suburb of Grove City just yesterday. The Justice Department says 28-year-old Benjamin Schuler was arrested yesterday in Lancaster. Police say he assaulted law enforcement during the January 6th insurrection. Court documents say Schuler pushed officers to try and get inside. He's now behind bars. An arson case is under investigation in suburban Toledo. Jeff Smith reports. The state fire marshal says somebody set two separate fires at the Brandon Manor apartment complex in Perrysburg Monday. Firefighters responded to flames inside a dumpster and then one of the hallways at 3.30 Monday morning. Well, they are now offering up to $5,000 for tips leading to an arrest and conviction of a suspect. If you have information, you are asked to call the fire marshal's hotline. I'm Jeff Smith. Cincinnati's star quarterback has recovered from the strained calf he suffered six weeks ago as the Bengals get ready to play the Cleveland Browns on Sunday. Dave Holmes has more. Joe Burrow practiced and said he's good to go for the opener, but there are reports out there that say the Bengals are close to reaching a record-breaking contract extension with their quarterback. Here's what Burrow had to say. You know, you've seen what the front office has done and what Zach has done in their time here, and, you know, I'm excited to be a part of that. And we have great people in the locker room that grind every day that, are excited to go and showcase their talents and excited to do it in the city of Cincinnati. You know, we have the best fans, and so this is this is where I want to be. I'm Dave Holmes. The Bengals play at Cleveland Sunday at 1 p.m. Gymnast Simone Biles, who was born in Columbus but moved to Texas as a young girl, confirmed today that her intention is to compete in the Summer Olympics in Paris next year. Last month, Biles won her eighth U.S. championship, a record-setting accomplishment. Special thanks to our television affiliates, WTOL in Toledo, WKYC in Cleveland, and WBNS in Columbus for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Dave James on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.